Welcome to Gartner ThinkCast, where the world's top IT and business experts explore the most important issues on your agenda. Here are the insights you need to help solve your most pressing challenges and build a more impactful long-term strategy. And you can go even deeper on these topics with Gartner Webinars at gartner.com slash webinars. And now, the latest edition of Gartner ThinkCast. Let's clear up something right away. The CDO is not gunning for the CIO's job. Too often, any discussion of the emerging chief data officer role gets couched in either-or terms with the chief information officer. I am Scott Smith for ThinkCast. And yes, the titles do sound familiar. But Gartner analyst Mario Faria says they are designed to augment each other, one mining the data, the other maximizing technology. But just what is the right mix? And is it a mix that every organization needs? Mario will be diving into those questions at the Gartner Data and Analytics Summit in Grapevine, Texas, March 6th to 9th. But right now we have him on the phone from his office in Seattle. Mario, it's great to talk with you. So let's look right at the supposed conflict. Is the chief data officer just a new title, or is this a true shift from the traditional CIO? That's a very important question. And I quite understand this confusion that is happening in the market. The role of the chief data officer, if you see, is not new. The first chief data officer was appointed in 2005 by a major bank in the United States. And what we have seen is that the role of the CDO has been growing exponentially since then. If you look at December 2015, there were 900 chief data and analytics officers in the world. And if you look today, December 2016, we are talking about more than 2,200 CDOs and CAOs in the world. And of course, the CIOs are confused, and lots of the CEOs, COOs, and even the chief data officer are confused as well. The rule of thumb that we have is the CIO is responsible for technology and everything related to technology in the enterprise. And the role of the CDO, the chief data officer, that person, that executive, should be responsible for looking at the data assets, making sure that the stakeholders are embracing and using analytics properly. So they have kind of complementary roles, and they should be working together with each other to support the business goals that they were signed for them to succeed. Actually, you, you kind of anticipated my next question was, should they be aiming for more of a partnership? Because we often hear they're in conflict. Uh, and what should that partnership then look like in a company? Because it sounds like it's not the CDO is coming to take the CIO's role. It's saying they're going to take on these duties and work in tandem. How would that work? It is very important to say that in the beginning, there were many more conflicts that exist today. CIOs, they say, hey, this is my responsibility. Who is this new executive on the company? And CDOs are quite confusing, and they were stepped in into the CIO's areas of responsibilities. And we just released our second CDO survey that we interviewed more than 100 CDOs in the world, and we were very positively surprised that the relationship between the CIO and the CDO has improved 
dramatically year over year. And if you look at for the last five years, it has improved a lot. So they should be working very close to each other. The CIO should be looking at the technology requirements, how the vendors will help their needs in terms of providing technology, providing services, and so on, managing the infrastructure, developing applications. And the, the CDO should be looking at, are, are the data well protected? Are the data assets with quality? Are they governed quite well? Are we deploying analytics on the business so the users are able to extract the value of the data? Do we have an algorithm strategy in place, how long is it taking to produce a, a report, how we can speed up that initiative. So it's very, very complementary, and we are glad to see in our discussions today with clients, lots of CIOs are coming to us and say, hey, I was uh, put in charge to hire a CDO. Can you help me find the best job description for that individual? How our areas going to be working together without any interference with each other? So we have come up from a long, long way, and I'm very, very glad to see that the partnership has been achieved. You answered it in part during uh, the course of uh, that answer, Mario, but could you build off it? How should organizations be utilizing the chief data officer? It's very, very important initially to understand that a CDO has been hired for three purposes, or and always one of them is the most dominant in any situation, in any company. So CDOs are being hired for three purposes. Number one, to make sure that their organization is respecting the compliance and risk management initiatives on using the data. Number two, making sure that the data and analytics is driving cost savings and efficiency. And number three, that these data and analytics initiatives are driving revenue or value creation. So in order for any company to succeed, to become data-driven, it's very, very important to understand that the CDO is not just one person. We are talking here about an organization that is going to be put together to achieve those three main areas that I have told here about risk, compliance, cost savings, and and value creation. And in order to do that, that organization has to be well-staffed, has to have a properly understanding among the business stakeholders. Some governance model has to be put between the data organization and the CIO's organization, so they're going to be working together to solve business issues. It's very, very important to define what's going to be the rules of engagement and, above all, what is the roadmap that the data analytics will drive some change in, in, in the enterprise. Let's take it from the flip side, Mario. What should organizations not have the CDO doing? Mm-hmm. We have to be very clear at this point, Scott, because not every organization in the world will have a CDO. That's important to say. And in some organizations, the CIO will be taking the CDO role. And that's fine because they might not be supporting a CDO. However, it's very, very important, no matter if you have a CDO 
it's very, very important to assign a data and analytics leader to these uh, objectives in, in any company with any size, even if that person is reporting to the CIO or reporting to the line of business. It's very, very important to put someone in charge of the data and analytics responsibilities. So what we have seen that companies that do not have someone in charge of the data, bad things can happen, such as data has been stolen or data being used for purpose that the company is not supposed to do and you might be violating some um, compliance law or you might be violating some ethical rule that your company uh, has to achieve. What we have seen also that companies are not being able to achieve the best in their efficiency. They are losing money in their process. They are not being very effective on initiatives that they put together that they use the data, such as to attract new customers for their marketing efficiency or to look at what might be happening with process, such as production process or how you can fulfill demands from your customers. So at the end of the day, if you do not have a CDO or if you do not have a data and analytics leader in person to manage the data assets and to deploy analytics properly, you might be losing money or might be losing opportunity to make more money for your company. I want to take a, a bit of a different approach than I was initially intending to ask you on this next question, Mario, and I was going to ask you the steps to take to successfully implement a CDO role. But let me phrase it this way. What are the criteria we should be utilizing to find a CDO that is differentiates it from that CIO role? As you're saying, it's two totally different roles that need to, not totally different, but two separate roles that need to work in conjunction. So what is it we should be looking at a CDO versus what we've traditionally looked for in that CIO? Mm-hmm. One important point to mention initially is that if you look at the CDO market today, the CDO that they were appointed uh, that uh, works today in the market, only 90% of them came from traditional IT positions, only 9%, okay? And if you look at overall CDO space out there, only 63% of the CDOs came from a data or analytics background, okay? 37% of them do not have a data and analytics background. So we're here talking about a leader, a leader who's going to be able to have the soft skills plus the hard skills. Hard skills, we're talking here about subject matter expertise in data analytics or both, subject matter expertise on some points of technology, subject matter expertise on the vertical of the industry that that person is going to be working on. And about soft skills, we're talking here about being able to communicate, be able to engage his or her teams in the strategy that that person is going to be putting in place, ability to work closely with the stakeholders. That person has to be know that he or she will be driving change inside a company. So the soft skills matter a lot for the success of that person. So we have seen CDOs with very, very different types of backgrounds. 
studios that uh, went to school and studied computer science, but some of them study business. Some of them, they even have a medical biology background, or some of them have physics or statistics background. So I see a completely different set of skills on those individuals. One important thing that we were able to find out in our surveys is that 80% of all CDOs, they have a master's degree, an MBA, or a PhD. And that shows that this role requires a lot of preparation. Technology understanding, it's great, but it will not drive the success. It's not sufficient for that person to succeed in the long run. Mario, thank you. Managing Vice President Mario Faria leads the Chief Data Officer Research at Gartner. Gartner is an impartial, independent analyst of the information technology industry. All content provided by other enterprises is expressly the views of those enterprises and the speakers. The information should not be construed as a Gartner endorsement of said enterprise's products or services. And check out Mario Faria's webinars on the CDO at Gartner.com slash webinars. Also, learn more about the Gartner Data and Analytics Summit set for Grapevine, Texas, March 6th to 9th by going to gartner.com slash events slash na slash data hyphen analytics. For ThinkCast, I'm Scott Smith. And that's another episode of Gartner ThinkCast. We want your insights. So email us at gartnerthinkcast at gartner.com. You can hear more ThinkCast segments at gartner.com slash podcasts. And you can subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play. And when you're there, make sure to rate us. Thank you for listening to ThinkCast. Thank you.